The following is a special holiday episode of The Week in Doubt. Prior to reading a recent Huffington Post article about an act of arson which destroyed this year's Jevlebakken in Sweden, I had only passing knowledge of the so-called Yule Goat. The story piqued my interest, and I thought since I've already discussed other European holiday figures, such as Krampus and Black Pete in the past, why not dedicate this year's special to the Yule Goat? The Yule Goat or Yule Bakken is a Scandinavian and Northern European Yule or Christmas Tide tradition. It's thought to have pre-Christian roots, possibly stemming back to Germanic paganism. One theory suggests that the tradition is tied to the worship of the Norse thunder god Thor, Dunar in Old High German. Thor's chariot was pulled by two magical goats, Tan Grisner, meaning teeth bearer or snarler in Old Norse, and Tang Yoster, meaning teeth grinder. Thor would repeatedly cook and eat the two animals for sustenance, resurrecting them the next day using the power of his magic hammer, Mjolnir. During the harvest season, the last sheaf of grain was put aside for Yule celebrations. It was thought to embody the spirit of the harvest and to be imbued with a special magic. It was referred to as Yule Bakken or Yule Goat. Perhaps hearkening back to this venerable tradition, modern-day representations of the Yule Goat are commonly made of straw. Similar to how the demonic-looking alpine holiday figure Krampus is depicted as wearing chains and accompanying Saint Nicholas, supposedly symbolizing the dominance of Christianity over paganism or the devil, a tradition going back to at least the 11th century involves Nicholas leading a man-sized goat figure during Childermes. Childermes, or the Feast of the Holy Innocents, is most often observed in December, with the exact date varying by religious denomination and region. It commemorates the story of the killing of the Holy Innocents by King Herod as told in the New Testament. The Swedes thought of the Yule Goat as an invisible spirit of sorts that would arrive at Christmas time and make sure Yule preparations were taken care of properly. Although the term Yule Goat was still associated with a sheath of grain or even corn after its arrival in Europe, representations made of straw similar to the modern incarnation as well as of rough-hewn wood were also considered acceptable. Supposedly a popular prank in parts of Scandinavia was to sneak a Yule Goat into a neighbor's home without being caught, leaving the victims of the prank, in accordance with tradition, having to dispose of it in the same fashion. Similar to raucous medieval English Christmas celebrations, young Scandinavian men would don costumes and take to the streets, going from house to house singing songs similar to English wassailing, as well as play-acting and performing pranks. Akin to the tradition of young men going door-to-door -door dressed in the guise of the fearsome Krampus, one of the holiday characters revelers would often dress up as was the Yule Goat. In this incarnation, the Yule Goat was a rowdy and sometimes frightening creature who came demanding gifts. In the 19th century, the Yule Goat became the benign giver of gifts, similar to St. Nicholas, who he once accompanied in medieval Yule celebrations. A male family member would even dress up as the Yuletide character and come dispensing presents. Not long after, somewhere between the second half of the 19th century and the beginning of the 20th, the Yule Goat character as a gift giver would be replaced by Yule Tomt, or Father Christmas, the equivalent of our modern Santa Claus, although still called by the moniker Jalapakai in Finland, meaning Yule Goat, the tradition of the character as an anthropomorphic goat virtually disappeared. 
Nowadays, you're most likely to find the Yule Goat as a small decoration, a little goat made of straw and tied with red ribbon, lovingly placed on or under the Christmas tree. However, the Yule Goat isn't always quite so diminutive. At Christmas time, certain towns and cities erect a gargantuan version of the popular decoration, complete with the now traditional red ribbons. The tradition of erecting a giant Yule Goat started in the 1960s with the Yevla Goat or Yevla Bakken in Swedish. It's named for the city of Yevla, Sweden, in which it's displayed. The goat is raised every year at the beginning of Advent, over a two-day period. This year's goat was roughly 42 feet high. Sadly, vandalizing the goat display has practically become a yearly tradition in itself. In fact, statistically, the goat is more likely to be destroyed, usually by an act of arson, than to survive the holiday season intact. Since 1966, the yearly display has been damaged 36 times. And this year, despite security cameras, two guards, and a so-called goat guarantee from local officials, the Yevla goat was once again destroyed in an act of arson. Well, Grinches may be able to burn the Yevla goat, but they can't destroy the holiday spirit. I hope you enjoyed the special holiday episode of The Week in Doubt. Thanks for listening.